to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it's Angela, and thank you again for joining me for this episode of Architecting. Well, we made it. It is the end of 2022, and wow, what a year. It has been just such a time of opportunities to expand, but with those opportunities to expand, we can bump up against what makes us uncomfortable. We can feel a lot of challenges. One of the things I have been presented with this year is the challenge of how to embrace growth without exhausting myself. I've just had so many amazing opportunities and I've been sharing them as they've come up, but I have spoken more this year, like almost triple the amount of conferences and about a third of those was not the typical where you do a proposal in response to a call for speakers and hope you get selected. I was actually contacted and invited to come and speak. The podcast has taken off. We were named number 20 in Podcast Magazine's top podcasts for moms. I produced another digital course, Stressless Success. I did some digital workshops that a lot of you participated in where we focused on success on our own terms. I did my first in-person event in December. I was named healthcare designs, top healthcare architect of the year, lots going on with work. At times I was juggling eight projects. I've been involved in two mentorship programs for AIA where I've had the opportunity to work with some amazing emerging professionals. It's just been great, right? Nothing I wanted to say no to. In fact, all of these were the kinds of opportunities that I've been hoping for for a really, really long time. And so of course, I wanted to say yes, but it often, often, often felt like there was just this incredible stacking of things going on, whether it was with my kids who were doing more and more and having all of these amazing opportunities themselves, or my professional life, or growing in relationships and growing out of some relationships as well doing a lot of personal growth work, and it's all been a big time commitment. I often talk about how things are seasonal, and so we have the seasons of expansion, but then we have the seasons of integration. As we look at things, we don't want to say no when we get a good opportunity. We don't want to ever put that exhaustion energy out there of it's too much or I can't handle it because that's like putting a kink in the garden hose and stopping the flow of the things you want. But we also want 
to explore growth in a way that allows us to still feel grounded and centered, not like we are frantically trying to just keep our head above water. And that is what my Stressless Success program is all about. And the doors to that are now open. I'm going to be relaunching that class in January of next year. So if you are interested in that, go ahead and check out the links in the show notes, or it will also be on the front page of my website at architectingpodcast.com. But it's also exploring how success comes in that cyclical way. And that is something that I also talk about in my book, Time Builder, is while we're always evolving, the rate of growth and the type of growth can be different. Every year, I do a word of the year. 2020, the word was savor because I really wanted that year to be more about how to enjoy life rather than just be focused on the to-do list. And I'm proud to say that I did that despite a pandemic, took some amazing trips, did some amazing things. 2021 was flow. So that was the year I launched architecting and it really was about not trying to put my agenda out there, but rather to be attuned to opportunities, not being so prescriptive about what I thought things had to look like so that I could see something that was even better that might be there. Maybe not what I thought I wanted, but an even better opportunity. This year's word was audacity, and it was really about getting over that fear of what will people think and speaking my truth. Of course, with empathy, of course, in love, but not just keeping your mouth shut because it's easy, not being afraid to have the hard talks or explore the things that scare you, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations so that you can face those fears once and for all, looking at the limiting beliefs that I know I will always have, right? No matter how much work you do, it's like peeling an onion, but really making an effort this year to stare those limiting beliefs down, to see what's really behind them and how it's rooted in past experiences, but the past isn't the future. So that's a big theme of this year and something I've focused on a lot. But the word for 2023 is mindful because at the end of really a two-year cycle that's culminated, but that very much the floodgates opened this year in 2022, I've realized that part of how I have kept going has been the adrenaline rush of it all and the ability to multitask and accepting this stacking of life and doing five things at one time sort of a thing. And that season is really drawing to a close for me. I don't want that anymore. Not to say I don't want the opportunities or I don't want the success or that I'm ready to just, you know, give it all up and sit around eating bonbons and binge watching Netflix, but that I want to go into this year being more focused 
even more aligned. Again, anything we do in the world of personal growth, we're always going to be in a state of becoming. You're never just done. There's always new layers, always new levels to set your sights on. And aligning even more closely with what I want, having an even stronger filter on why I want it. Do I want it for an externally validating reason or do I want it because it's a hell yes to my soul? Reached a state of my career where, yeah, I am an AIA fellow. I am an ACHA fellow. I am a partner at a great firm that's winning all kinds of awards. I've accomplished all kinds of things. I've won all kinds of awards. Work I've done has won all kinds of awards. People know me. I have a robust network. I don't have to prove anything to anyone. If the credentials I have aren't enough, okay, then maybe it's not a match. But I don't have to be in that proving energy. But after spending way too many of the years of my career in that proving energy because I wanted to be seen, I wanted so badly to make a difference because I knew how powerful design was and I wanted so badly to be able to have that impact that I often look to things outside of myself to say, well, when I have this, then. When I have this, then. And this is something I really want to call all of us to walk away from, that future tripping, that putting our success outside of ourselves and making it something that can only happen when certain conditions arise. Being mindful is about being fully present in the moment, in that zero point that happens of the present. And, you know, the present is this point. It really is not even measurable by time because it is infinitely small. It is infinitely focused and concentrated because on one side of it is the past and the other side is the future. And when we think about the past, we have fear and worry and guilt and shame because we're ruminating about what a shoulda, coulda. And when we're in the future, we're trying to impose expectations and demands on something instead of allowing it to unfold. So our real power is the present, is in being clear, is in being fully embodied and fully enjoying that moment, fully being clear in that moment, fully being able to have complete integrity because you're not anywhere but where you are. And where you are is a very powerful place. Even if you are thinking, well, I don't like where I am. I want to improve or I've made some mistakes and it set me back or I have a lot of issues that are there that I have to work through and I can't be where I wanna be until these things happen. I really want to invite you to look at how you can get to a satisfaction point today, how you can slow down, how you can be more deliberate and much more purposeful going forward by just 
being where you are. So sure, you may desire to get a promotion or to accomplish something, and you may not be there yet. I mean, maybe you just graduated and you're having your first job and your dream is to own your own company, but clearly you're not ready for that yet. But where can you feel satisfied right now? How can you be in that present Instead of trying to create this super specific future and reverse engineer yourself to that, how can you show up today so clearly, so on purpose, so much of an advocate for what you do know and what you can do that of course, of course, that next step, that next opportunity is going to present itself. And you'll be in the present moment then. And you'll be able to know it's the right thing to do. And you'll take it. And because you have that clarity and that passion, you will show up for that opportunity in such a powerful way that something else will happen. Just simply being present, just simply being mindful not allowing the monkey mind that we all have to race and race and race and create stress for us. Let's focus on being here now for ourselves, for the people in our lives that we care about. Let's be fully present. Let's really eschew the COVID brain fog, even if you never got COVID. I feel like the way we've all been forced to live and work these past two years has really created this blurring of the boundaries, this feeling that we're always on, this lack of focus because we're having to do multiple things at the same time. Like have an online meeting while responding to emails that are popping up, while dealing with children who might be at home because they weren't able to go to school physically. And it's too much. We're not built to have those multiple, multiple kinds of things going on. And it depletes our bandwidth and it really, really scatters us and makes us unable to be fully present. And it's mentally exhausting, which actually creates physical exhaustion because our brains use more energy than any other part of our body. And that's why you can say, well, all I did was sit in front of a screen all day. Why am I so exhausted? Because your brain has been asked to do too much. It hasn't gotten any rest. And you're also taking all of that to-do list, all of the what-ifs. You're too busy being in the past and in the future that even when you go to bed at night, you're not relaxing. You're not getting quality sleep. We're spending so much time in front of screens, it's actually impacting the photoreceptors in our eyes and in our skin, which is throwing off our whole circadian cycle. So I really, really, really want to extend to all of you this offer to come along with me on this journey in 2023 to be more mindful, to be more invested in doing one thing at a time, to turning off the distractions, 
to being with yourself alone in the quiet without having to have other things to occupy your mind, to just allow that stillness and to see what emerges out of that and what guidance that you get from that and what peace and what clarity comes from it. So if you are interested in joining me for my mindfulness challenge, we're going to kick it off with a series of workshops. They're going to be starting just after the first of the year, and you can sign up and participate in those with me. And if you do sign up, you're going to be getting a workbook that goes along with that, as well as a monthly email from me after the challenge is over in January to keep you on track and keep you focused. So if this sounds like something you really are ready to embrace, to get off that hamster wheel, to feel more grounded and more focused, go ahead and head over to my website, architectingpodcast.com, and make sure you get yourself signed up. Like I said, we'll be starting right after the first of the year with that on January 10th, so I hope you'll join me for that. It's going to be a really fun thing to do together. I'm going to be sharing my best tips. And then remember, you'll get a full year of support to stay on that mindfulness path via a monthly email that will come just for people that sign up for this challenge. So get yourself in there. As always, thank you all for joining me today. I know that there's a lot going on, even in this sort of transitional time that we have right between Christmas and New Year. It's a little bit quieter, but there's also this anticipation. And if you're like me, you're going to be hitting the ground running next week at the beginning of the year with all kinds of meetings and other things going on. So before you do that, I really want to invite you to be in that moment of stillness, in that quiet, in that peacefulness, and to allow that to set the tone for how you enter 2023. Not in a state of frantic momentum, but in a state of deliberate purposeful action, single actions that are right for you, that are aligned for you, not the juggle and the struggle of trying to do too many different things. And I'd love to hear what your word for 2023 is. If mindfulness resonates fully, invite you to use that as well. Feel into yourself. Take that moment of stillness. And rather than setting all kinds of resolutions, which are usually based on external validation, meeting some measure, creating some condition that when fulfilled is somehow going to make you happy, Instead, look within, find the word that you are going to measure everything you do by for this year. You'll notice that it really gets you so much further than setting all of these resolutions and goals to rather live with the purpose of something your soul is feeling really called to. 
you can email me. I'm on Instagram quite a lot, so you can go on Instagram and you can share your word and you can tag me. But I would really, really love to hear how you are going to align for 2023 to make it your best year, not for other people, but for yourself. Because remember, when we are our best selves, we are shining the brightest light for others. We are the most service to others when we are well-resourced ourselves. So it always is an inside job first inside out to make that difference. Take care. Have a happy new year, however you choose to celebrate. And I will see you again at the beginning of the year for season three, if you can believe it, of Architecting. for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.